welcome to the Fitness Diaries podcast, hosted by myself, Caitlin Muncaster, and Lisa Rapp. We are here to bring you your weekly dose of motivation and inspiration on all things health, wellness, and beauty. So take a seat, relax, and enjoy the show. Fitness Diaries podcast, I'm Lisa. And I'm Caitlin. And tonight, we have Sarah... You gotta say it. Di Giovanni. Well, I know it's Italian, and I'm Very Italian. Um, Sarah is a trainer at SBX Boxing, and she's also an ambassador for Boivio, and we had Sarah on as well. So, how are you? I'm great. It's Friday. I know. I'm happy it's the weekend. Thank <laughs> you for coming. Of course, of course. So, for people who don't know about you, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into fitness. Okay, a little bit about myself. Gosh, okay, so I'm 25. Um, I graduated from SMU. Um, so, uh, but I grew up in California, so I started in California, made my way over to Texas, and I feel like I'm just making my way across the country. Absolutely, I'm going to Ended up in <laughs> New York for a marketing job. I was working for a sports agency for um, about a year and a half. So I had interned for this company. My senior year of college, I majored in sports marketing, so it kind of fit. Um, and then I made my way to New York for this job. Was in it for about a year and a half, and my first year in New York um, was just kind of like a whirlwind. Like, I feel like everyone, I'm sure everyone's first year in New York is where one is right. like an easy right. transition or anything, but... Um, the city can eat you up. The city can eat you up, for <laughs> sure, for sure. But I had um, something a little bit more, like, intense happen to me. I had a, um, a I, I lost a family member. Okay, oh, sorry. So sorry. very close family member. Um, it was my niece, and she was pretty, oh, she's my age, okay. so we were just kind of like my sister, mm-hmm. more so. So it was, like, really, it was really tough. And um, it was one of those experiences where... I was like, I can't waste another day of my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like when you have, like, a traumatic experience happen to you, you kind of, like, put everything into perspective. And you either kind of go down a dark path or you kind of, like, just reevaluate your life. And I feel like I sort of reevaluated my life and I was already not loving my job before this happened. And this kind of, like, just highlighted that and put it into perspective. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, I'm not doing something I'm passionate about. Um, and while I was kind of like going through this sort of like traumatic experience, I was boxing a lot and I was boxing at this studio because my brother, um, one of my brothers, he was good friends with an instructor at the studio. So I had had that connection and I was going to like boxing as pretty much as much as I could afford. And then, um, she became a little bit sort of like a mentor to me. And so I had asked her, Hey, like, what does it take to be an instructor? Like in the city? Like, how did you get into like the instructing experience? Like I've always been into fitness ran cross country when I was in high school. I just had that competitive spirit about me. Right. I was like, I need something like outside of work that kind of like brings me passion that kind of like makes it worth waking up every morning. And she was like, you know what? Like you have great boxing form. Like I feel like you're a fast learner. Why don't you come audition? We're like hiring instructors. We could teach you. We could show you like the ropes of teaching, you know, sharpen up your boxing skills and like go from there. And I was like, oh my God, like, I've never done anything this wild. Awesome. This out of my comfort zone. <laughs> so I auditioned. Um, you know, made it through, went through this kind of, like, rigorous training program where I was literally waking up at, like, 4 a.m. to make a 6 a.m. training and then go to my job at, like, 8 a.m. And then, like, having to, like, leave work early and, like, go just, like, through all these trainings. It was kind of crazy. And so for a few months, I was pretty much training, like, teaching classes before and Mm -hmm. after work and then work in between until I eventually sort of, like, got the courage to be, like, wait, this is actually bringing me so much more joy, passion, like than what I was doing. So I kind of, you know, I didn't, it wasn't, didn't happen overnight. Like I had to talk to my parents and, you know, my brother, all my friends, like, should I do this? This is such a big leap to like leave right. my job, right. my comfortable job 
to like pursue something but that I really love but at the end of the day like I think my niece was like sort of motivating me like yeah. You gotta live it up. Like, don't waste the Life's day. too short. You Life's too short. Your passions and your dreams. And yeah, your and like, I think I've kind of been living that way ever since. It's just felt like I gotta like make the most of my time here, and so that's kind of what really like started my fitness journey. Which I feel like is I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. It's crazy to think about because like it was the hardest thing I've ever gone through for oh, sure. I can imagine. But so much good has come out of it, which is weird too. Right. Well, she's probably an angel for you now. Yes, 150%. And so I think that I have another show called Medium with Lisa, and I interview mediums and psychics. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Um, And so the one thing that I learned from talking to mediums and psychics is that you shouldn't be, yes, you're going to be sad and you're going to miss people, but if you knew on the other side the journey that they're going on and they're always with you. Yes. You can't see them. You can't talk Mm -hmm. to them anymore. Yes. But they're always with you. And if you ask them for a sign, they will give it to you. Yes. Um, And a lot of times, and this was a hard one when I was told this, a lot of times people that we love have to move on so we can move on. For sure. Oh, my God. I can agree with that And that was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's definitely a crazy thing to, like, grasp and to kind of, like, come to terms with. But, like, I imagine it, like, the other way around if it had been me and I'm, I was on the other side and I was, like, watching her, you know, complete nursing, nursing school and go through, like, this awesome life, fall in love, all this. I would be so right. happy. But I would be mad if she was sad. Right. I'd right. be mad if she was just, like, sitting back and, like, not going after her passions. So I think that that's also, like, always, like, in the back of my mind, like, Sarah, keep going, keep going, keep, like, learning, yeah. keep right, right. bettering yourself. Yeah. I actually yeah. lost my cousin two years younger than me in November. Oh, gosh. So, like, we're all Sorry. still yeah. trying to get through it. and It's... Like, it's never, it's never yeah. easy. No. Death yeah. isn't easy, and I don't think it's supposed to be easy. I think you just, you're, you, it, you just learn to, you to learn deal to with deal it. with it. I don't like to use that word, though, but. Right. But. It's like you don't move on. No, just, but, it, but it does get, like, it does get right. easier, which is almost, I was, like, thinking about this the other day, because her two-year um, came up, like, last, in February, and I was, mm-hmm. like wow, I can't believe how much easier this year was than the last year. And that almost made me, like, more sad. I was like, wow, like, it's getting easier. But at the same time, it's like, no, it's like, this is how it works. Right. It's like a new normal. It's a new normal, yeah. and, like, she would want that. So mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah, on, on anniversaries of deaths and birthdays, I always go to St. Patrick's, and I like candles. I go there way too much as it is. <laughs> I'm still waiting to win the lottery. But, um, yeah, because yeah. that always makes me feel like, okay, you know. Totally. Yeah. 100%. So, so yeah, so that's where. So, how long have you been um, at SPX? So, I've been there for over a year. Okay. Yeah, and so it basically, you know, I think I was doing both my marketing job and Shadowbox for about four months. And then mm-hmm. I had come up on like my year review with my marketing job, and I was like, I can't be, I can't be honest in this. Like, I have to like tell them what's up, like, tell them that this isn't my passion. So, once I hit my year review, I was like, "This guys, this is the route I'm going to go. Um, and so for a while, I was just doing Shadowbox and kind of just, like, honing in on my skill. Like, it was – it's very weird when you, like, st- like sh- quit your, like, full-time job to pursue this job that you've never really done right, right. before. Like, like I was – you know, the, the boxing part, like, the skill of it came with, like, the training and stuff. So, like, that 
I knew that was only going to get better, but, like, teaching a room full of people and, like, commanding a room when you kind of just, like, transitioned over, it's, it's a weird feeling. Right. Um, but, you know, I worked on that for a bit, and then my goal was to start just, like, educating myself on the training and, like, personal training and stuff because the mm-hmm. next step was going to be to go to a gym and start training clients. Um, so I had grown up, you know, super athletic my whole life. I was, you know, did soccer for, like, probably, like, eight or nine years um, starting as, like, a little kid. And then when I went into high school, I ran cross-country. And um, I just always had that, like, very competitive spirit about myself. Like, I was captain, I think it was, what, my sophomore, junior year, um, like, MVP, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I really, like, I loved the sport of running. Um, and I kind of got away from it in college. It just, like, other priorities. <laughs> Wanted to have fun for a bit. College? <laughs> God. Got that. away a little bit. Um, but then it kind of came back to me when I got to New York, and I was like, oh, my God, I miss that, like, competitive spirit. I miss pushing my body to, like, these limits. Um, and I found that boxing was pretty much the closest thing I could get to running in the sense that it is such a mental sport. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, like, thinking of, like, when you're in class, you're just thinking of the combos, and you're right. thinking of, like, wait, I got to think of this combo, and then I got to, like, think about my form, my footwork. There's just so much going on. And so I get lost mentally like, the same way I get lost mentally when I'm running. So it was, like, just such a perfect, like, connection, and I just, like, fell in love with it immediately. Um, and then it just, like, led to a an interest in the human body and how I can help people. And, like, one of the things that I think is probably super important to mention is when I was going through, like, all the hard times with losing my niece, like, boxing was something that helped me through that hard time. Oh, I could imagine. Like, oh, my God. Like, there, there's, so we have, like, at the end of our class, we have, like, a freestyle round always. Like, every instructor has a freestyle round. There's usually two 30 seconds to a minute long, like, the beat drops, the lights yeah. go down, mm-hmm. and you just, like, it's just you in that bag in this room, and you, like, go absolutely yeah, berserk that. on that bag. It's the best. And there's times I've, like, literally cried <laughs> because, like, you, it's just like you're releasing everything. It does. Boxing, yeah. if it's you would have told unbelievable. me, if you would have told me I was going to get into boxing and I was going to be so obsessed with it and love it, I would have told you you were crazy. Oh, my yeah. God. And so, like, I had those moments on that bag so many times that I was like, oh, my God, if I could help, like, other people with these moments... That would be a fulfilling yeah. career. Mm-hmm. That would be so fulfilling to me, and I, that's something I could find a lot of passion in. So that's also what le- sort of led me to boxing, because I was like, oh my god, if I can help people the way this helped me, I feel like I'm just, I'm exactly where I need to be. And I think personal training kind of like aligns with that as well. Um, just like helping people to get better, to get stronger, to be like confident, happy with themselves, because confidence, I would say, I'm sure you agree, is, like, another thing you get from boxing. Oh, definitely. Oh, my God, you just feel like a badass every time you go out there. It's unbelievable. Like, when you, I showed one of my friends last night how to, like, put your gloves on your backpack strap. Yeah, yeah. I never (laughs) thought of this. I was like, yeah, like, it's, your bag doesn't smell after class anymore. It's true. And she was like, the feeling when you put your backpack on when you do this must be, like, you feel, like, more confident. It's It's the best ever. No one's going to mess with you on the train. <laughs> exactly. Sneeze the other way. No, I, had, I actually had them on, on my neck the other day because I couldn't fit them in my bag. I always stuffed uh-huh. my bag like as yeah, so much. Yeah, I look like like a like loser like fifth grader that like has the huge backpack. That's why I started oh. hanging them on my backpack. Yeah, and so I had them on my neck the other day and some like like massive guy comes up to me and goes, yo, where you box at? <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, it's a conversation starter. It is. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe now great. you have another client now. I mean, you know, never, never know. You know. Um, 
what do you think today, like boxing right now is huge. Mm -hmm. Yes. Totally. What do you think happened? How do you think that this three, four years ago, boxing was not huge like it is today? What do you think happened? What do you think? I mean, I definitely think, you know, group fitness has kind of blown up. And I think that pretty much has made boxing more accessible. Like, I mean, it, you're right. Like, it's popped up everywhere. Like, L.A. has, like, I mean, it's not from there. So, like, they have so many mm -hmm. boxing studios that have popped up. I think just, like, the fact that it, group fitness has taken off, it's become more accessible. And then I also just feel that maybe, maybe Instagram, in a way, yeah. like, is, you know, showing that, it's a little bit more attainable than maybe people thought in the past. Like, mm -hmm. it's not as scary as you think, especially when you put it in a group fitness setting. Um, I also think, like, it's just people... Like, once you once you see one person doing it and realize, like, you can do that as well, like, that person isn't that much different from you, and then you take that class, and then you're like, oh, my God, this is, like, cheap therapy. So, <laughs> so much more cheap so, therapy. Like, oh, yeah. I, you know, I can't tell you what exactly is, is the thing, but I have to imagine it's something like that at group fitness along with, like, you know, the domino effect of everyone starting to post about it and stuff like that. Now, you told us before we started, you're running the marathon. Half marathon. Half marathon. Hopefully the marathon eventually. <laughs> um, next week? Next week. Next weekend. And so... How are you preparing for that? It's honestly a really spontaneous decision. I don't know what like, I got. <laughs> I was talking to a friend one day, and I was like, kind of picking his brain about running because he he um, is sort of a running coach. And he was like, yeah. I was like, what like you know what races do you recommend? Like I want to like get into like running mm -hmm. or get back into running because um, it's kind of kind of fallen back because I like, I was so um, spoiled running in California because you're like running along the beach oh yeah like, open paths LA, yeah and stuff it, like that yeah. and then here it's like you're dodging people and like running by trash cans um, so I'm kind of getting back into it but he was like oh yeah like there's one coming up soon and it was like I think at the time it was like eight weeks away and I was like I got this I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it. that day I signed up and then I called my mom within 30 minutes of me signing up she was like I bought a flight I got an Airbnb I'm, I'll be there. <laughs> Um, so I pretty much just, I haven't gone too crazy with training. I'm training about three to four times a week, but you know, I, I box all the time and I, I train with my coach, um, Jacob about two times a week and then I take classes all the time. So, and Jacob is who she's talking about was also on our show. So yes. you'll hear he's so great. Interview. Best coach. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like that little <laughs> treadmill boxing thing that you guys was, had going. I was in work watching it and I was like, this is like so much. You guys, we... <laughs> We took we had to take like a minute break because we were laughing so hard and I like it that fall it didn't look as bad on Instagram but like I like definitely tripped and then uh -huh. we just like couldn't get our composure back because it was so funny. Yeah, how did you two meet? <laughs> so through the Vogue event. Okay. So oh, okay. the yeah, the um, boxing shoe that I am an ambassador for. Um and it was just funny, I reached out to Sarah um via Instagram because I saw that she came out with this boxing shoe that was targeted towards women and I was like oh my god mm -hmm. there's like nothing out there and I get really mad every time I go to like boxing stores because a lot of the shoes are only men's sizes and some of those shoes don't even make sizes small enough for women and I was just like what the heck this sucks so I reached out to her and she was like oh like you know so sweet she, like we're coming out with this shoe soon I'll let you know and then she had mentioned that she was going to be in New York in a few weeks or something so she came to my class Nice. We talked, and then she asked if I would be interested in being an ambassador, which led to the launch event where Jacob and I met. And I was also at that and event. And you were at that yeah. event. So she was like, I have this great guy who's going to be putting on a workout. Would you mind 
assisting him and holding mitts for people. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I met him. Nice. Yeah, and then I eventually was like, do you have space for me? Like, I need, yeah, I would love to train with you, blah, blah, blah. And then we found out when we recorded with him that Tara was his first, first client. client. Do you see? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, no. I saw the footage. <laughs> really is so small. It yeah, is. it is. So like, small. And she has an event next week, two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. And are you going to that? I will be going to that. that. So we'll be there. Yeah. Oh, okay. The panel? Yes. 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 Okay, great. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. She's an awesome what do you think, um, like, because Caitlin and I met at Rumble, which mm-hmm. if you don't know that by now, <laughs> um, what do you think the difference is between SBX and Rumble? So I think, first of all, I love both of them. I think they're so fun. Um, I think uh, Shadowbox definitely sticks more to, like, the like the root of boxing, like, the core of boxing in the sense that, you know, you're on a heavy bag, like, the you know, the big long bag for seven rounds, if it's in a 60 minutes class, it's 10 rounds. Um, and it's a little bit more focused on the skill. So, you know, it, it'll start with a demo. You can walk through punches, defensive moves, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, quick little warm up, four to five minutes, and then it's two rounds of shadow box. So, you know, just punching the air and like kind of practicing some of the combos that you're gonna put on the bag. And then you'll put the gloves on, then seven rounds on the bag, but it's like a little bit more focused on like as if you're in a real scenario. So like you're mm-hmm. gonna go jab cross and then you're gonna roll under to get out of the way of that oncoming hook, finish it up with that cross. So we kind of deep dive a little bit more into like why you're throwing the punches, what like the purpose of that combination is. Right. Um, and they're a little bit longer combinations. So you guys are strictly on the back. Like We're on the rumble, dive. it's yes. it's So there's no training. like switching back it's to strength training. Back. I will say like in between rounds, there's like 30 seconds to a minute of like hopping off and like mountain climbers or like Dumb squats, stuff like that, but for the most part, you're on the bag, um, and the combinations definitely get a little bit longer, but it's it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I'm, I'm very excited for you to come down. Yeah, we're excited. And we'll fun. videotape. We'll, we'll take you guys with it. <laughs> we'll be uh, on Instagram. I love it. I love it. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, it's just been, um, what are some things that, like, inspire you to keep you, like, going and motivating like when you're like God, I'm just done I'm tired I just can't do this yeah thing. I mean it's, it's crazy because you know my marketing job I was working probably like I had pretty lenient hours it was like 9 30 to 5 and pretty like hard stop at 5 now it's like I'm up at 5 a.m at the latest like most mm-hmm. days at least Monday through Friday and I'm you know there have been some days where I'm working 12 plus hours but it doesn't quite feel like that um I think just the idea of like where this can go, what it can lead to, and mm-hmm. just the fact that I'm like so interested in it. I'm so passionate about it. I think there are some people that can have jobs for the rest of their life that they, they don't really have a lot of passion for. They just aren't they think of it like, you know, it's you know, nine to five, it's food on the table and that's bells. but that's like that's good for them. That's like that they're content with that. I think there are some people that need to have emotion behind what they do, about what they spend most of their day doing. Right. And I feel like I am that kind of person, and I think that kind of like keeps me going. Like if I want to stay in this career and I want to be like continue doing something that I'm passionate about, I do have to keep working for it. Like I have to keep educating myself on, you know, what's the best way to like fuel your body, what's the best way to train your body, like mm-hmm. how can I get better in this sport of boxing if I want to teach it to other people as well. So it's like constantly working on myself and right. then educating myself about how I can make everyone else better as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of, it's weird because like, I, you know, I have down hours during the day, but like 
I have to be, I really always have to be pushing myself to, like, be learning during those down hours. Right. To be, like, educating myself, getting more certification and stuff like that. What is the certification that you don't have that you're trying to get? I have the biggest, biggest, biggest passion for nutrition. Okay. Like, I, I think What I, would you like to do then with that? I, I've actually been, like, really deep diving into this. I, I think there's a chance I go back to school and either get, a, like, a, a degree or maybe I start with some certifications mm-hmm. and then um, see if, like, maybe start with the certification and then see if I want to go back to school. But I think that everything is connected to what you put in your body. I totally Definitely. agree. And that's why, like, the <sighs> sugar, like... I've got to stop. Like, if, I don't know if you listened to our beginning stories. But yeah. I didn't touch ice cream or sugar for, like, I kid you not, 10 years. Who doesn't have ice cream ten for 10 years? <clears throat> so, my 20s, because when I... Wow, that's actually really impressive. I went to boarding school. I was so depressed, though. And I met Miss <laughs> Caraba, and I was 15, and she... I don't know what she did, but she was, like, muscles fit. And she's the one who got me into exercise. Oh, wow. She's the one who told me how to eat. So for the whole time, from the time I came back from boarding school at 16, 17, whenever, till the time I was 30, I didn't touch sugar. Wow. I was basically a vegetarian. Yeah. And I ate to New York meat. and discovered New York pizza. Well, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was born here, but I wasn't raised here. But, you know, then I lived in L.A. Yeah. And I kind of started bringing stuff back and, mm-hmm. you know... And then it, New York is where everything kind of got crazy. <laughs> See those things? <laughs> it's like those are Lisa's favorite. Swedish fish, by the way. Those, what are they? <laughs> this, the, the, um, actually, Seas Candy is my favorite. They don't have those in New York, do they? Yes, they do. I thought they didn't have Seas in New York. Oh, did you want me to take you to it? Uh, no, thank you. She knows the spot. <laughs> I know the spot. Don't get me started. Oh, it's so expensive here, though. It's like $35 a pound here, where in Seattle it's like half that. Crazy, right? Welcome to New York. Welcome to like New the York. box of, ch- I bought um, our trainer um, at Rumble uh, a box of C's candy, and yeah. I like, I pre-did it to like my favorite chocolates. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like, that would be $33. I'm like, like excuse oh. me. Okay. <laughs> you just took a class. That was a class. It <laughs> basically was a, it was, it was a Rumble class. Back. Um, so, but I love their scotch mellows. Yes. Oh, yeah. You still haven't had Seas Candy, have you? I have not. Oh. I the East Coast haven't had it. That's why I thought they didn't have well, it. Well, they have it. So, they sell the boxes at Grand Central. Okay, maybe that's But that's not. I saw that. <laughs> but down on 6th, and so if you take, it's on 8th and 6th. Okay. So, um, and I've done it. I've left Rumble, and I've walked up to 8th, and I've walked all the way down, <laughs> and I'll get the foot massage, and Seas Candy's across the street. I love it. I love it. And then the Krispy Kreme just opened. Oh, Shut up. Boy. That's, I gotta stop with the sugar. Because, now, let's go back to nutrition, but seriously, yeah. like, but it is. Sugar does make that big of a difference. Why do you think that is? Oh, my gosh. Well, so, to be honest, I've had a crazy little nutrition journey the past, I'd say, five months. Okay. I went vegan. And so, backstory, my brother... He's very pushy in his opinions, and so he'd been, like, slowly going vegetarian for, I'd say, like, sort of the past year, like, very, like, loosely vegetarian, um, and then he watched that documentary that a lot of people have watched. I haven't Jenner's. watched it. I haven't either. And he was, like, kind of, like, pushing it onto our family, so my mom, my dad, and I 
Like, okay, let's just, like, let's try this out. Let's see, like, there's no harm in trying it. Right, right. Let's see if we, like, feel better doing it. So my mom, my dad, my brother, and I all went vegan and haven't turned back. And it's kind of Now, what is incredible. a typical meal day then for you? Like, are, are you also on the celery juice craze? Like, anything no. with the medical medium? Because I love the celery juice. I did for a while. I it like got it. my stomach a little funky. But see, yeah. I could only do, I have to do an apple with it. Okay, maybe that was why I couldn't. Like I actually I can't tried do straight that. Celery. I tried that for a little bit, and I was like, "Why am I doing yeah, funky I can't do doing celery. just like straight, straight juice?" Um, but no, so it's been it's been what's been really cool about it is like so I've you know I've had my fair share of like sort of like um, I don't want to. Like, you know, I feel like women, a lot of times, like, we all grew up, like, being scared of carbs and right. being scared of love. That like, me. Like, <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Sunday dinner. It's, it, I don't, like, I had, you know, I had that fear of carbs growing up, and this is, like, the first time in my life I'm not, have, I'm not afraid of carbs because I've switched over to this, like, more whole foods diet, um, and, you know, it's, like, wake up having, like, a lot of oatmeal and with, like, berries and flax and hemp and chia, right. like, a hearty breakfast, and then... Some basically, I, I have the luxury of being able to, like, you know, go home for lunch and kind of like put up a saute of veggies and tofu mm-hmm. or beans or whatever. Um, so I'll have like a bunch of vegetables and then I'll pretty much do the same thing for dinner. Um, and it's been a very interesting, and it, like, don't get me wrong, I eat eggs like maybe more than most people. <laughs> like, well, I've been craving I'm... eggs lately and I don't know why, and I never really was an egg person, but like. I would have eggs for breakfast, for dinner, like, all the time. Chicken as well. The other meats wasn't really, like, a big deal for mm-hmm. me. So it wasn't, like, it was, wasn't was really the meats that was going to be hard to give up. It was, like, the, the eggs and the dairy. Um, but once I went through, like, the first, I want to say, like, two or three weeks, I was like, oh, my God. My energy levels are actually through the roof. Well, and the it medical medium says that. Like, if you can stay away from eggs, besides the dairies, like, that's... We all but, know that's bad. Yeah. But I noticed, like, I was been craving, um, I haven't had cereal in, like, years. And the last couple weeks, all I've wanted is Raisin Bran. And I wanted it with, don't, don't, half and half and a banana. I'm not going to judge here. So, um, I don't know, it's what I've been eating every night. A bowl of raisin bran with a half and half and a banana. I don't know why, but I'm noticing. For some reason, it's not affecting my stomach like that's, I thought it would. That's good. But I'm noticing like I'm breaking out. Okay, okay I've got to stop with the yeah. dairy. Like, yeah, it's I haven't stuff. had regular milk in years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I drink almond milk. I mean, what do they say? It's, it's, I like the oatmeal. Or even, like, I haven't had oat milk yet, but I do cashew or almond milk. I know usually. it's some crazy stat, like, the, what half of the population is allergic to dairy or more than half or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I like haven't been perfect. Like I've definitely like slipped up a few times because I'm gonna be a human because I don't think I need to be like so like right. hard but on myself. But you're finding that that you you don't need you can. I found that I just felt so much better with it. Like I've always had like you know like your my fair share of like bloating issues and just like not well, feeling Bombery, amazing. Well, Bombery, Nicole, I think she has like great recipes. And okay. Great, like there's one thing she does with an eggplant. And she roasted on the, the burner on the stove itself. I haven't tried it yet, but... Well, and see, that's the fun thing. It's kind of, like, unveiled this, like, new passion, which is cooking. Because, like, uh-huh. so the, on one hand, you have to do... If you want to go vegan, you have to do it right. You have to have... Like, most of your meals need to come from, like, whole foods. Like, you know, mo- like, 
where they were found in their natural state. So it's like a lot of vegetables, grains, all that stuff, but like you have to get creative with it if you want to keep it fun and interesting, right. not get like so like bored with right. being vegan. So it's like coming up with these new recipes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I've sort of gotten a little bit more creative and tried these new restaurants in the city. Matthew Matthew Kenny's like my favorite. What's Go it to Matthew Kenny. He has like been. a number of restaurants around the city that have that are all vegan that are just like such interesting cuisines. If you want to, if you want a really crazy one, you want to splurge. Dirt candy. Writing down. Dirt candy is the most bizarre, interesting restaurant I've ever been to. It's it's expensive. It, my mom took me for my birthday, so she was like. Which birthday? My twenty fifth. When is your? Oh, when? When? Yeah. Uh, October. Okay. Um, and so she took me there, and it was just like this nine course meal that you can do wine pairing with it, and it's just like the most bizarre, like the way they like cook these vegetables and stuff. It was just it's fascinating. So they do get creative because I feel like they have to. Right. It's gonna be a vegan meal. And then we're gonna have Michael Cherno on. He's coming. He has he's a Michael. A vegan um, I know Michael. Restaurant. He's a owner of Seymour's in um, Kelowna Meat Bell Shop. Oh, I love Seymour's. So I love Michael, and so he's one of the first people I reached out to when I was like, oh, "Hey, because so I I know him." Yeah. Um. And he is opening up a new restaurant this summer, which is all mm-hmm. totally healthy, vegetarian, vegan, oh, all kinds of... And he was telling us, like, the names of items that will yeah. be on the menu, oh. and they're, like, fun, and... Tell yeah. me to be his first customer. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were like, you need to tell us when it's opening. <laughs> yeah, I will no. be there. Yeah, it's opening this summer, but I don't know yeah. the exact date. I think it's, like, late spring. Is that what he said? Late spring, early summer-ish. Um, he wouldn't say where it's Yeah, he wouldn't tell us where. But I'm kind of going to assume where it's probably going to be somewhere in Soho. Yeah. It could even be in Brooklyn, but okay. I don't know. All right. We'll find out. Make the trip. We'll find out. Make the trip to Brooklyn. We're excited. Now, is there any other, is there any projects that you're working on that you want to share? Um, gosh, projects. I mean, for now, it's really just building up my pr- private trading um, clientele. So I'm, you know, doing a mix of. Uh, strength training and boxing um, with most of my clients um, and then I would say my biggest project is, is the nutrition route mm-hmm. um, I'm looking to add a functional it's called functional um, like medicine basically and so where I can sort of figure out like your food sensitivities and um, like what your body agrees with most is like mm-hmm. carb dependent fat dependent like stuff like that so I'm looking to See, that's so fascinating to me like I want to know all that stuff yeah, so I think I think you know I think it's important to figure out like, you know like I actually recently right after I um, or I think it was two weeks ago I went and did a blood test to figure out just like my cholesterol levels like the mm-hmm. whole blood panel kind of thing, um, and I think it's interest or super important at least to like look into that and see like are you low in these like certain vitamins or something right. like that right um, a lot of times I feel like we are blind to that. And maybe we're like walking around feeling fatigued or feeling like a little foggy or something mm-hmm. like that. It might just be the, you know, the simple fix of adding right, more and vitamin I, D or right, and I. That's why I think like sugar, like. I think system. I do. I honestly, because I, I'm, and I'm, and Monday is the new day because I was trying to do it March first and yeah, I failed. I, I moved. It was a crazy. All sugar or are you? Oh okay no! With, I want no sugar anymore. Not even fruits. No, fruits. Okay, yes. okay, I was going to say, fruits, don't be scared yeah. of fruits. Yeah. No, and of course, I'm not going <laughs> to mind that. Can you give me that? Yes, but um, don't so worry. My best friend actually works in the medical field in okay. Florida, and she was texting me about, like, eating for your blood type. Yes. That's yes, like something that. new her, that's a, that's the doctor in her that's office is working on, yeah. 
Well, that's why I think I think it's so hard to like pick a diet for someone because right. it's like we all respond differently to different foods. Well, I love the whole thirty. Did you ever do that? I did for a bit, actually. No, my actually the best one that I did was the Candida diet. I've heard about that. So the only reason I did that is because I got the food sensitivity test, and they what they found was an overactive, um, like yeast growth in my that. gut. Which I don't really know exactly what it was caused by. A lot of times it's like refined grains and sugars, which I don't really eat a lot of that, so it wasn't that necessarily. But it was um, a candida diet, which basically cuts out all, like a lot of like carbs and refined foods and stuff like that. Um, it was very particular, but that was like probably the best I felt doing that diet. It wasn't something that you sustained or like you go do it for like the rest of your life, but it was a thirty day reset. Mm-hmm. And I swear it was like. Sharp as a tack, like after that diet. Maybe I'll try that. I don't know. <laughs> it's only though if you need it. I kind of and not long term. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do, I do love Whole Thirty. I think it's yeah, I, I love think it's pretty. That's kind of what my I want to just start that again on Monday and yeah, yeah. You know, but I have noticed like I don't know if I don't know if it's my age. I don't know what it is, but as I'm getting older, there's foods I can't eat. Yeah, or that or oh, just aren't worth yeah. it. Like, just you know? recently, yogurt. When I had yeah. it, like, last week, I was here. We were When we were recording with Jacob, I was like, I have heartburn. Yeah. I ate a yogurt. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's interesting. You, you just, like, I mean, I feel like you just come to find that like, there are some foods that's just not worth right. the pain or, like, the brain fog fatigue that you're going to feel after. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so I actually lost 60 pounds in the last two years almost. Her story is amazing. Right. <laughs> At, from training with Dale. You're kidding. Yeah. Oh my god. I trained with him for almost it'll be two years in August, so we're not quite there yet. And then just it's taking amazing. Noah's classes and Dale's classes mostly. Um, but like in terms of diet, everyone yeah. was always like, Are you doing keto? And I'm like, No, I'm just eating balance. I haven't cut carbs out, haven't cut sugar, I'm just more conscious of what I'm eating. I think and balance. Yeah, what like what was I listen to a lot of like nutrition podcasts my favorite is like plant proof if you ever like are interested um but it's just like trying to eat most of your calories from foods that come from the ground right like right. the fruits foods from their natural state so it's like i don't think it needs to be necessarily this like carb you know calorie restriction right. like immensely like you know obviously like if you want to lose a lot of weight like calorie deficit you know consume yeah. less than you I think, like, we all grew up, like, around the 90s, early 2000s with, like, the crazy diets that everyone was promoting and, like, eliminating carbs or sugars. So it's so ingrained in everyone to do that when you just have to be more aware of what you're eating. And then you just have to find a, like, a way to work out that you enjoy. And meal prep. Yeah, meal that's what meal prep that's, is what saves that's what's your happening life. again on Sunday because I where I was living I couldn't meal prep I was eating out all this I feel that Sunday it starts, but I think you have to also have to respect that there's like an ebb and flow like maybe there's a mm-hmm. week where you're like really shitty at meal right. prepping and you're gonna go out every day but then you know you're gonna get back to it exactly so like two I or three like weeks to cook so I like to meal prep like I already have my menu for next week good yeah. My, it's kind of soothing, like on a Sunday, like I'm gonna go to the store, right. get a meal prep, and be ready for the week. The best thing for soothing. me was getting a steamer. Oh, for my veggies, because oh. like you just measure it for that day, like for a couple of days, stack them up, and you have three meals in once that you prepared, and you could like wait, go make I your bed that. and clean your room <laughs> while your veggies how are long steaming. Does it, take to steam? it depends on how you like them and like oh, what you're steaming, God. but you can do everything. Like I've done egg 
hard-boiled eggs in the steamer. Really? Yeah, it says you can put, like, chicken in there, too. I've never tried it. Well, I want to get an Instapot. Yeah. Everybody's, like, big on the Instapot. I have and one an air every fryer. Year. Air fryer, that I know. I want to do that for my sweet potato fries. I have a sweet potato addiction. Oh, do so you do like, I. Do you, fr- so do you, like, I love, like, the Japanese sweet potato, and I like to slice that up. And the other thing that's really good with the sweet potato is slicing it and putting it in the oven and getting them crispy, and then they come out. I put a little bit of cinnamon on it. Cinnamon and peanut butter, peanut butter, almond butter, and nut butter on it is really good. Um, Avocado is really good on it. I love the like, just like a little bit crispy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Same with like broccoli and stuff has that crispy. Yes, a hundred percent. And Trader Joe's right now has the fresh asparagus. (laughs) Just saying. The skinny ones. Yes, those are the best. Those are really good to crisp in the oven. Um, so see, then you're okay with a lot of people like are, you know, anti potatoes. I'm like, no, they're so good for you. Oh my god, I like have a scary obsession with sweet potatoes. I think I have one every day. I sweet potato fries, any version of a sweet potato, I will consume. Do you like the Japanese sweet potatoes? I do. I love. This is weird. So you know how you always have like like um, rituals before like big like races or stuff like that. When mm-hmm. I was running uh, cross country, I was like a crazy person. I'd have to like go through my ritual the night before. My mom would always cook me, it was like bison steak. It okay. was just like a lean steak. Yeah. I don't know why we chose bison. Bison's good. <laughs> it was just random. It would be um, a vegetable and then it would be the Japanese yams. Cut up into these little cubes and I swear I would eat, like I would just pop them in my mouth. She'd like pull them out of the oven before she even put on the plate. And then I would just like eat like yeah we can't handful. make sweet potatoes around my my family oh especially my if we chop so them good. up with like cinnamon in the oven so before the, they even come onto the table they're do gone. You, do you ever do the Thanksgiving um, sweet potatoes yeah. with the marshmallows? Yeah, yes. yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, yeah, my mom makes that. My Lots of sugar. Always in them. like really? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yes, Thanksgiving. Good. Um, yeah. I think it's time to play a game. Yes, Ooh, we have there's a fun games. We're gonna do Would you rather with this is the first time we've done this one, actually. Oh, my God. I'm ready. So we've got a couple here. So the first one is, would you rather be the worst player on a winning team or the best player on a team that always loses? Oh, gosh. Worst player on the winning team. All right. I don't... Do I have to back it up? Yeah. No. I, I, think, I was I like, think that so. was a little tough, like... I know. I feel like I jumped that <coughs> very fast, but I think... I think is that I your go. final answer? Yeah, I feel like I'd eventually get better. <laughs> Hopefully, they'd pump like a few more good players. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, would you rather be the funniest person or the smartest person alive? Oof. Honestly, funniest, just because I. <laughs> That's probably the wrong answer. I don't know. I have. A, I like. I like to have a lot of humor. I like to like make things lighter. Mm-hmm. Just be happy, and I feel like. Being the funniest person will make people a lot happier. All right. And then would you be able to, would you like to be able to control the weather or talk to animals? Talk to animals. <laughs> that's not even like, that is not Didn't even a pause. think about it. <laughs> Love animals. And the last one is, would you rather be an Olympic athlete or the president? Olympic athlete. <laughs> no, like thank sport. you. Um, ooh. I think I would have liked to be like a, either a, uh, probably a runner. Maybe maybe long. I used to run the mile and the two mile. So maybe the mile. Okay. I would like to be the mile. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just starting yeah. to get back to running. Yeah, if you wanted to, because we do training, Rumble has training. Yes, and I need to go there. I you haven't done it yet? I haven't done it yet. Oh. And it's on my street. I live on that street. I don't know why. Well, let us know. We'll all go together. Yes. Done. done. Let's do it. Oh, my God. We're so Because we did the, we were in the lab with them while they were preparing. Yeah. And so, and I, I loved that because I thought I was really getting in shape. I was there for, you know, four or five, four or five times a week. Yeah. So I was doing Rumble a couple times, you know. And I, for like two months, I finally started seeing results. It's running and weights. Yeah, it's so. It's awesome. basically like boxing, but it's, the treadmill. It's, it's done. Okay. It's been yeah. Awesome. When Dale first told me about it, I was like, "You won't catch me on a treadmill. I haven't run in like ten years. Like, no way. Not gonna do it. <laughs> You're gonna have to drag me there, kicking and screaming." And I remember him saying, "Like, we'll see." <laughs> and like four months later, I'm like, "So, can you get me on the wait list? I want to like try it out." Okay, and that well, was it. I was know because I live literally live on that street. So. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure out a day and we'll all go. Oh, done. Work it out. Done. Uh, Very excited. Yes. How do people get a hold of you? How do people? I guess Instagram. Because <laughs> you do private. Pri- yes, um, I actually have a little like a little note on the end of my Instagram bio that says DM me for private. Okay. Um. Yeah. I've and does your class schedule change? Pretty consistent. Okay. Pretty consistent. Um, definitely for the rest of March, it's going to be consistent. I think, I imagine April will be pretty consistent. But yeah, okay. you can find me throughout the week in Flatiron. I have one class in Dumbo. Okay. Um, that's on Mondays at 6.30. Um, yeah, Mindy Private Training. And what's your Instagram? Sarah DG, S-A-R-A-H-D-I-G-I. Awesome. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. Appreciate it. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We so hope you enjoyed it. Remember to check us out on our Instagrams. Caitlin's is Caitlin underscore Muncaster, and mine is Lisa Rap 6 underscore. We are so excited that you're loving this podcast. If you have other things you want us to check out, please send us a direct message and have a great night. Bye.